Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be, and welcome to a very special extra interview of Final Cut. Today, I'm joined by an actress who is currently starring in Hulu's Love, Victor, and has done more already than a lot of 19-year-olds have done. So, ladies and gentlemen, may I present Phoebe Wood. Hello, hello. How are you? Not too bad. And good evening to yourself. How are you? Thank you. I am excellent. It is currently very rainy and lovely here in New York City. So, happy. And it is also as complicated as over here as it is in New York. It's England. It's always complicated. Always complicated in England. Always and forever. Yeah. Uh, now, usually I ask at this point, how did you get started out in acting? But <laughs> is it actually true you got into acting after watching Chitty Chitty Bang Bang at the London Palladium? I was in London with my parents on vacation. I was three years old. And um, it was my first show ever that I'd ever seen. Um, my parents and I arrived at the theater and they didn't realize that we were sat in the front row and they were very concerned, very worried. Um, you know, as kids do, they, they thought that maybe I would like make a scene or throw a fit and like, you know, they wouldn't want to walk all the way from the front to the back if that were to have occurred. So, um, they were like, maybe we should switch the seats and, and um, they ended up just sort of like, all right, well, I guess, you know, here we are in the front row. And then in the middle of the show, uh, the child catcher, who I have to say is much scarier in the English production than in yeah. the American production. They really sort of like took the fear factor away for the American kids. I mean, y'all out here in the UK really like, let's traumatize these kids. You know what I mean? Terrifying. And in the middle of the show, the child catcher put his like sickle on my nose and said, I'll get you kitty witty. And instead of just sobbing, which would be totally justified, um, yeah. I started laughing and I was like, wow, this is amazing. Who is this? What does he do? And then afterward, uh, we went to the stage door and I talked to the actor who um, played the child catcher. And I was just like, what do you do? And he's like, I'm an actor. And I said, that's it. That's what I want to do. Now, obviously, everyone has their influences as an actress, both now and growing up. So who were your influences both as you were growing up and as you are acting now? Mm -hmm. Well, it's funny because I think a lot of the people that I gravitate toward aren't necessarily um, actors or even like performers. I think a lot of the people that I was attracted to as a kid and who are still very much a part of me just sort of knew how to be present with people and like entertain people. I mean, Someone I was always obsessed with um, and still am is Danny Elfman. Yeah. And he, you know, is a composer and what a guy. He, 
I mean, he's incredible. Oingo Boingo, just like a legend. And you hear his music and you're like, oh, I know that's Danny Elfman, you know? Um, and then you hear him like tell stories and it's still like, it, it's music somehow, you know? Like he is just so engaging. Wow. And I was really attracted to that. So quirky and so himself. And he infused like every bit of himself into whatever he made. And I loved that. And I think- he he was just one of my main obsessions as a kid and and because of that I mean I think it's going to always be a part of me I think whatever you really are attracted to is a child is sort of going to be a part of you forever and then like another really big one is um Edie Beale who is a, a real person little Edie and and um I don't know if you've seen the the documentary Grey Gardens but oh yeah no wonderful and just absolutely tragic and and little Edie is just like so captivating and and she knew um what performance was really about you know um and I think I think these people sort of like dictated a lot of like um what I was into and 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 how I wanted to perform as well as like people like Billie Holiday and Ella Fitzgerald like yeah if you listen to any of their live albums, it's just like a masterclass and like interacting with the crowd as well as, you know, singing and, and, and musicianship. But um, I think those are sort of like some of my main, my main people. Now, obviously you are 19. So literally you are just starting out, but your career is quite, quite big ranging from obviously 31, you would almost see that run about boy. Um, the TV series, not the movie, in case anyone is is uh, asking and wondering. Uh, Real O'Neill's and Tales of Arcadia, Trollhunters and Three Below. So how's the journey been for you thus far? I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm lucky that people have wanted to hire me. And I hope that, you know, people continue hiring me. Um, I'm super lucky. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just along for the ride. So everything's been good thus far. And, um, I think what's really cool is like, I've been able to do so many things that I truly enjoy and I truly think are really wonderful. I mean, I think every actor can sort of speak to the fact that like we get sent a lot of stuff and, and it's really rare that you come across projects that you truly, truly love. And, um, and I'm just really lucky that I've been able to be a part of so many things that I actually enjoy. Like Wet Hot American Summer was maybe one of my like favorite things because I was like a huge fan of Wet Hot American Summer, the movie. And um, the same people who did Wet Hot did this show in the 90s called The State. It was like an MTV sketch comedy show. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's like truly bizarre. But I was like a huge fan of the state. And so getting to audition for Wet Hot was just like a dream. And then getting it was just even crazier. And it was like a very small, like couple episode arc or something. But it was just a dream come true. And the fact that that's happened a couple times for me is like a real blessing. Um, And I don't even know why. So I'm just very lucky, I think. Now, obviously, you near enough started off in 30 Rock, which, for those who aren't familiar, is a comedy series with Alec Baldwin and Tina Fey, the legend that is Tina Fey and the legend that is Alec Baldwin. Yeah. What was it like starring in a show like that in, I believe it was your second role? 
It was my second role. And I mean, the first thing that I did was Veep, which is also like um, a star studded cast. And I think my part in Veep ended up getting cut, but like for, for that day, it was pretty incredible because, you know, you're just sort of hanging around legends and, and, and then to go from that to 30 rock as like a nine or 10 year old was just truly absurd. Um, I mean, I never got to meet or work with Alec, but I hear he's great. And um, Tina was m- like mainly my scene partner. Yeah. Um, and James Marsden. Um, and they were just incredible. Like you truly cannot get any better. Like Tina Fey is a sweetheart and she and I um, played draw something together, which is like, you know, the, the app on the iPhone or whatever for a couple months after we finished shooting. And um, she was just so sweet. And, and, and I was never like uncomfortable or felt out of place because everyone just felt me like made me feel really um, welcome and like a part of their, their, show and again like I was such a big fan of 30 Rock so it was just sort of like whoa this is very surreal and odd and also huge fan of Enchanted which obviously James Mars I was pretty um in love with him for sure at that time so it was very cool yeah Uh, now obviously you are currently starring in the Hulu series of Victor which is available on Disney Plus I know I've checked before we started Mm-hmm. So can you give us a lowdown on it and who do you play in it? So um, I play a character called Lake. Um, the whole show revolves around a group of teenagers. Lake is one of those teenagers. And obviously it's a spinoff of Love, Simon, and it takes place in that same universe. It takes place at the same high school that um, Love, Simon takes place. And it's basically just about a a bunch of teenagers that are all going through their own separate thing. They're all sort of confronted by these things that uh, one is confronted by during high school. And it, it centers around this character named Victor, who is specifically struggling with his sexuality in the first season. Um, and so he talks to Simon from the film and from the book um, to sort of, you know, help himself sort of understand um understand how he's feeling um so that's sort of like the first season of love victor in a little all right then obviously like you said it is a spin-off from love simon and you've obviously said that nick robinson who actually played simon in the movie will pop up in the series um is it just him or will others be popping up well, there are a few familiar faces throughout the 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 first season. That's what I, I can say. Please tell me Catherine Langford comes back in. I love her so much as an actress. She does not. Not in oh. season one. I'm gutted now. I really do like Catherine Langford as an actress. But Keenan Lonsdale is in season one. Ah, yes. One. I was expecting him to, to be in it at some yeah. point. Maybe. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Uh, all right then obviously love Simon were you a fan of the movie before you signed up for love Victor yeah actually I was um I was a really big fan of Becky Albertalli who's an incredible writer and and she's just truly just such a star I could 
like I could sing her praises for eternity, I think. But um, I was a fan of Simon versus the Homo Sapien Agenda and then the film as well. Um, I'd seen it in theaters and I was like, ooh, this is really, really, really good. I'm I'm a big like rom-com gal, love a yeah. good rom-com. So I was just like all about it. Um, and then actually, I think I saw it on a plane. Same difference, really. But um, I was a big fan. So when I saw um, the audition come through for like Love, Simon spinoff, I was like, yes. You couldn't contain yourself, could you? Yeah, very, very. <laughs> Bless you. Um, obviously, you were a fan of a movie. So how different will the, the TV series be to the actual movie? Or will it be near enough on the same lines? Well, I think... I think it sort of stays in the same universe. I think it just explores different um, different ways in which people can experience the same thing. Um, I think what's magical about the universes that Becky creates is they yeah. they feel so familiar to us, and they and they feel like um, her, her characters are people we know. Um, and so it, it feels very much in the same vein of a Becky Albertalli universe. It's just like warm and cozy and comforting. And I think it shares that with the film. Yep. Obviously, I'm assuming all the cast and crew are like, are like one big family. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think it's like that with like every show you do. And yeah. this is this is my first time working with young people. So it, it feels even more like that to a certain extent because it kind of all feels like we are in high school again or something. You know, it yeah. feels like we all are going to school together, which obviously, you know, we aren't. But um, having that sort of vibe on set, I think is really helpful to the shooting because, you know, you're able to um, get that sort of camaraderie easily when you're shooting a show. All right. The big question for anyone who has actually watched it yet, I will be watching it at some point. Will there be a season two? Yeah. Season two comes out on June 11th on Hulu in, you know, the United States and then um, Disney plus star, I think in, yeah, Disney plus star, in, yeah. in Europe. Yeah. All right, then. Uh, obviously, without spoiling too much about it, what can everyone expect from it? So season two is very much along the, the lines of, of season one, but rather than Victor figuring out his sexuality, he's now, you know, living it and settling into that and and exploring what it is to just now be himself, you know, Um and it sort of leans more into everything high school, you know, like the high school drama of it all. And, yeah. and, and every character is sort of faced with, with more challenges that every high schooler is faced with. Um, and it aged up a little bit, I think, this season, which is very exciting. Um, so I can't wait for, for people to see it and um, hear their thoughts. Oh, and you're not just an actress. You've actually directed and wrote a short film called Quadratic Equations. And yes, that did take me a few times to get it out. (laughs) And you have actually co-produced The Ceiling Plan as well. So Mm -hmm. uh, do you want to go behind the camera more while you're, I'll say, this age? Or would you do what Olivia Wilde did and wait until a bit later in life? And uh, by the way, when she waited in life, I absolutely loved Booksmart, which she actually 
Booksmart is awesome. I have a couple friends in Booksmart. One of our very own um, cast members in Love Victors in Booksmart. Um, really? Nathan. Yeah. Um, he plays um, Beanie's love interest. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he, he's on our show and he's great. Very, very talented. Mason Gooding. Um, but that's a good question. I think... Um, I mean, I think I am sort of on the other side of the camera, just just more silently so. Um, I have been working on a few projects and I've been pitching a few things here and there, which is really, really fun and, and really, really challenging. So I think, you know, I, I would just love to be on the other side of the camera at some point. And I'm, I'm not too pressed about like when that would be, but I, I have a few things like circulating in, in my mind right now that I would really love to have made. So um, I'm always sort of working on that and I write. Um, so I'm always just like uh, sort of brainstorming, but yeah, I think I, I would love to sort of, um, experiment on the other side of the camera more for sure in the future or even now right uh where was I? oh yes um you actually have a your debut single coming out at the end of june i believe don't you i do i do i do i do it's very very exciting so congratulations on that now obviously we need details miss ward so details <laughs> so um i wrote the record um a couple years ago and uh the single that's coming out at the end of june is a part of this um record um it's it's really exciting because i i never really recognized i think that i was writing a record when i was writing the record i think what i thought is i was just sort of like locking myself in my closet and um singing um and then by the end of that I I sort of had a a pile of songs in my lap much to my surprise so um once I sort of gathered all of those together uh it's just sort of a, a crazy process um to just sort of not even realize you're writing songs and then have a whole bunch of songs finished and then have you know an entire band play these songs that were only just you know sort of like figments of your imagination and I think the thing I'm most proud of is every sound that you'll hear on the record is either made by my hands or someone else's hands and 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 none of it is synthetic and um that's something I'm really really proud of I think that so many people are so talented and 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 use technology and the computer to their advantage to make really kick-ass music um but I just wanted to do sort of the complete opposite of that and and I'm just really proud of um all of the musicians and and all of the people who who helped made that possible for me um so very excited for everyone to hear it has it actually been difficult releasing as a releasing it been as difficult as you thought it would be? Well, the funny thing is I actually didn't think it would be difficult at all. I, I thought it was just gonna be like, you know, write the songs, um, put them out into the universe. But you know, I think with everything 
creative there are sort of like challenges and and bumps in the road that happen I think creative minds can sort of forget about that but it's a very you know like uh integral part of of doing anything creative so yeah I mean I think there have been challenges in the past and and um and it just makes it all the sweeter that it's you know happening now yeah uh for those aren't familiar with your voice what would you describe it as that's a good question. I don't know how I would describe my voice. Luckily, I have like some some clips and things of my singing on on Instagram. I think rather than describing what my actual voice sounds like, I think I could probably do a bit better on uh, describing the things that I choose to say with my voice. But um, yeah, I, I think like everything that I want to do is some sort of tongue-in-cheek inquiry into something that I've been thinking about. Yeah. I, I wouldn't want, you know, to take my music too seriously at all, at least lyrically speaking. So um, I think that it is just sort of like a little tongue-in-cheek inquiry into the things that I think about. And it's just little snapshots of my life and what I found either super important at the time or utterly ridiculous at the time or whatever you know it's it's an eclectic EP and and it's it's a fun group of songs I think and the first single that's coming out is one of the ones I'm most excited about I think for sure. All right then the one big question there are obviously actors and singers like Demi Lovato, Selena Gomez and Jennifer Lopez of course Jennifer Lopez who have done very well both in music and movies. Is that the overall goal for you? Or is it just or just to try one and uh, just keep going with the other? You know, it's interesting because I don't necessarily view it that way. I think, like, for me, as long as I'm really happy and fulfilled and challenged yeah. by, like, my acting, I'm going to be satisfied. And then, like, if I'm really happy, fulfilled, and challenged by my music, I'm going to be satisfied. I think, like my goal isn't necessarily for them to be separate or together. I think yeah. if I am just um, happy and, and, and feeling good about what I'm creating and how I'm performing in both, that would be the most um, fulfilling for me, I think. Um, so I guess like just focusing on, on, on doing both as well as I can is what I'm, uh viewing is like my main priority yeah fair enough then um have you got anything else coming up that you can discuss or anything you want to promote well we got love victor on june 11th in the states i'm not exactly sure actually on when that would be coming out in um your side of the world okay it will usually usually not far behind but if disney plus they usually put it out either a couple of days before or on the same Mm -hmm. day so Sure. Should be a couple of days afterwards. Yeah. So there's that. And then Tales of Arcadia. Um, we have a movie coming out this summer, which is exciting. And then, you know, I got my um EP coming out sometime this summer and, and the single coming out at the end of June, which is very exciting. Um, and then also uh Becky Albertalli, she um just released a new book. it's called Kate and waiting it's very very good I have read it several times um it is everything you want from like 
a, a young adult rom-com musical theater extravaganza. It's fabulous in every way. And I do the audiobook for it. So I, nice. I got to narrate the book and 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 be all of the characters and things. And that was so fun. Um, so if you like audiobooks, you should definitely listen to Kate and Waiting. If you don't like audiobooks, you should just read the book because it's very good. A woman of many talents you are. <laughs> well, luckily reading... Uh, you know, isn't too hard, except, you know, sometimes maybe you get like a bit of a sore throat, but yeah. as long as you're hydrated. All right, then. Uh, oh, yes. Lastly, um, if you if anyone wants to follow you on social media, how would they go about it? Bearing in mind, I have my phone ready to follow you on social as well. OK, wonderful. Uh, so my Instagram is Broadway BB and my Twitter is just BB Wood, I think um and that is me and you are now followed proud I'll, mother I'll do you in a bit as well work we love to see it yep now it's time for the final quiz of 2021 um now you have starred in tales of arcadia so yes. and there is actually i did actually look at the cast list it is absolutely impressive as hell yeah, Mark right. Hamill's in there, Clancy Brown's in there, yeah. Frank Welker's in there, the man who literally voiced all of my childhood is in there. Yeah. So, so, and I have two comic book uh, comic book co-hosts who love their comic books. So, so I it. thought I would do this for them, see whether you get on their good side or not. So, okay. so who is your favorite, Joker, Lex Luthor, and Megatron? So I'm going to have to be a complete uh, crazy person about this and say none of them and say my preferred supervillain is Daredevil's Kingpin. Oh, now that's the, that's the type of answer I like. It's like, yes, I don't care what you said. I have mine. Yeah, that's, all I mean, I need. That's, that's, that's how I feel about the matter. I'm not like the biggest Joker fan and like, I don't know. Like, if if I had to choose one out of that list, maybe I'd say Joker, but I'm just, like, not, like, the biggest Joker fan. And also, I've, like, never seen, like, The Dark Knight, which is, like, crazy. But, like, I feel like I I, I maybe don't have, like, the the knowledge to choose. Yeah. But I'm, like, a big fan of, of Kingpin. Oh, if it means anything, uh, me and my co-host co absolutely love Mark Hamill's Joker. Okay. We absolutely do. We love him. We love him to be so. If you, if you see him next, while you're doing, uh, next time you see him doing something, just say that the three co-hosts of Final Cut absolutely think you are the god of Joker. Okay, noted. I will. All right. Um, so I'm going to give you a number of movie genres or TV genres, if you like, and you have to say yes or no whether okay. you'd accept an offer to appear in them. Okay. So we'll start with science fiction. I would. I would love to do science fiction. I'm like, I, I would love to do like a Star Trek. Oh, a woman after my own heart. Yeah, I would love oh. to do a Star Trek. Big, I, big, I, big I've Trek. been a Trekkie since I was since I was absolutely well since I was about five years old. So, for you to say that has just made my day. Well and truly made my day. <laughs> good, 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 good. Uh, where were we? Oh yes, sorry, I got caught up in Star Trek. Uh, drama. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, of course. I would love to do like a period piece, like a period drama. Yeah. Uh, well, I know you've got uh, Arcadia out, but I'll ask it again. Uh, animation or Japanese anime, simply because Japanese anime is very popular. Any and all. I'm so open. 
Oh, Ivan, this would be a this would be one for you. What about horror? I would love to do a horror movie. Lately, I've been thinking like, oh, I would love to do some sort of like, I don't know, like, uh, sort of like nuclear apocalypse film. <laughs> nice. I don't know. Um, what about action? Yeah, I would do action. I feel like that sort of you know sci-fi action, Star Trek, Star Wars vibes. Yeah. All right, then. Uh, what about a rom-com? Always and forever. I would love to do a rom-com. All right, then. This is one that's not really used that much. Not since, not for the last six years, anyway. What about a Western? I would love to do a Western, actually. Like, yeah, I, I mean, Westerns aren't really made very often. I, I saw, like, Tom Hanks do the News of the World. I saw that movie. And I enjoyed it. I, I, I like the aesthetics of Western. So I, I would I would totally yep. do that. Uh, well, this, you're probably going to, I probably know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask it anyway. What about a musical? 100%. Uh, yeah. I did say I already knew the answer to this, so I'll just <laughs> ask it anyway. Uh, what about a thriller, which I think you probably would go for? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think, honestly, like, I, I would do anything if I was, like, really in love with the, the script. Uh, oh, I mean, here's one for you. Video games that have been turned into movies. So we'll say, for instance, uh, Resident Evil that's coming out in September. Yeah, I would do that. I would have to play the video game first. So it re- requires some, like, time. I, li- I, li- I, like, I like you so much. It's like, yeah, I'm not just going to go into it. I'm not going to go into it without playing it. I do actually physically have to play it. You'd have to, you'd have to play it, I think, to yep. be like, you know. Um, I actually had Daniel Nelson on here, who plays Cabal in the new Mortal Kombat movie. Uh-huh. And they had to do so much research. They had to research every single their characters through every single game. Mm-hmm. And bearing in mind, has been it's been done since '95, so they had to go through 26 years of Ooh. games. Wow, good for them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, then. Uh, last question. Um, all right, then. There's a lot of people you haven't worked with yet. So mm-hmm. can you name me, we'll say 10 actors or actresses that you haven't starred with yet, but you would like to star with before you decide to pack acting in? Okay. Um, okay. Oh, okay. So, um, well, it's not just actors. So I'm going to, I'm going to, there's, there's a few people. I'd love to work with Julio Torres. He's an actor and he's a writer. He's so goddamn funny. Just like, an absolute riot. Um, I'd love to work with Greta Gerwig. I would love to work with Rita Moreno. Um, I'd love to. I'd love to work with Lin Manuel. I'm like a big In the Heights fan. That was like yeah. one of the first shows that I like saw that really spoke to me, and it was sort of magical because. I saw a Cuban flag on stage and that was like the first time that I'd seen a Cuban flag like outside of my home because I'm Cuban American. But um, I'd, I'd love to work with Lynn and then um, so many musical theater people actually now that I'm thinking, but Mandy Patinkin. Yeah, that's five. Um, so five. And you haven't um, even stuttered yet. I'm quite impressed. Let's see. Um I have some musicians that I'd like. Can I Carry give you on. They can be the next five. Um, Yola. She's great. Uh-huh. She's British. Celeste. Yeah. She's also British. Wonderful. Um, 
there's a wonderful singer named Dina Elwadidi, and she's incredible. I would love to work with her, collaborate in some way. Um, I'd love to. I'd love to sing a song with Hosier. I think he has a beautiful Ooh, voice. That's a name I've not heard in a while. Yeah, love, love Hosier. Um, and Maybe then last one as well. So you just need one more. Last one. Oh, maybe this is when I'm stuttering. Maybe this is the one that gets me. Um, let's say, um, we'll go for another British singer songwriter and say Leanne Le Havis. You flatter me, my lady. You've named near enough all your singers have been British. Yeah, I listen. I listen. I clearly, yeah, big fan. <laughs> And on that very bit of British gratitude there, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I give you future star, B.B. Wood. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for coming on. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.